0: Hey guys, this is Ricky. I just finished publishing a webinar about email marketing and I wanted to share it with you as well. If you wanna see the visuals of this webinar, you can visit inspiro.ai slash webinar. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-I-O dot A-I slash webinar. To watch it now, here's the webinar. Hey, what's going on everybody? Ricky Romero here, founder and CEO at Inspirio Enterprises. And today I wanted to talk to you about how you can use email marketing to really get people to convert and go through your conversion um, your conversion process so today i have this ultimate guide on how to write emails that convert and the first thing i want to say is email is not dead i recently heard somebody say that email is dying but i will tell you right now that email works very well and it's not something that you use all by itself, okay? You actually have to have a perfect conversion strategy where you're using multiple things like text messaging and email marketing and SEO and chat and phone calling and social media, etc. So when you have this perfect conversion strategy and you marry that, your perfect conversion strategy with the marketing automation or communication plan, you're now in front of your audience in different channels that they're viewing. And by marrying it with the automation system, you can actually maximize all of your communications. So email is just one little piece of it. That's why it's not dead. It's definitely out there to help you with branding and to get call to action or get some responses and to get some conversion. So I'm gonna show you how to do this. And by the way, whether you're in B2C or B2B, Uh, marketing you will actually be able to use this very effectively in in both cases okay so there's a bunch of different types of emails and maybe i i missed some here but anyway some of the types are a sales letter where you're trying to promote a product new content announcement let's say you have uh, something new coming out or you have a news announcement to to talk about a pr thing product update article newsletter resource something useful to give to your audience event invitation let's say you're having an open house or some sort of internal event or virtual event dedicated to specific audience let's say somebody signed up for an event and you want to send them a series or somebody bought a an ebook or something like that you want to send them a certain series social media invite let's say you want people to come to your social media pages and to get more engaged yet another channel to communicate with them. Thank you or a confirmation or a reminder email. And the last one is lead nurturing. And this is more like, you know, you have somebody who who filled out a lead form. They're now in your database and you want to nurture them. You want to, in combination with your phone calls and your texting and all that stuff, you want these emails to be out there to be top of mind awareness, to brand your brand very well and to get them to take action okay so today we're going to talk about the perfect email structure and it's broken up into two sections the inbox and the body copy but before we get into that i want to do a compliance check with you compliance is priority yes i know tina Fay, another compliance meeting but this is really really important so i am not a lawyer I am not a legal advice person. I am not a compliance officer. So please check with your compliance team. However, these are some general rules that you should be careful of. Don't say anything that's false, exaggerated, or misleading. Prove your numbers or results. So if you say, you know, X amount of people are successful in this or um, 99% of people are satisfied, you should cite those resources so people can actually go to a something that's not you like another website or another another uh, resource that is not related to you so you can prove that. Uh, no, no false sense of urgency so don't be saying things like hey um, there's only five seats remaining when you actually have 20 seats that's a false sense. Uh No bait and switch that's like saying hey come on in and you're you're gonna get this amazing deal but when they come in that deal isn't there because it's all out of out of stock or something like that. That's a bait and switch. And don't exploit emotions or a news event. For example, we're going through the coronavirus. Um, there's a big impact because of it. And if you're exploiting people's emotions because of that, that's, that's a no-no, okay? Also, you wanna pay attention to canned spam laws. These are United States of America laws. And just the basics here, you need to include a uh, mailing address your valid physical mailing address please, Uh, your company your address and all that stuff. Make sure you have an easy way to unsubscribe and also put your privacy policy on there. And there's some really cool um, websites out there that can help you write your privacy policy. Um, Again, that's something that I would have your legal department look at though, okay? And then send messages from legitimate routing and header information. The email systems out there are very, smart at detecting spam so you know you don't want your email to go to a spam folder you want it to be in the in your prospects inbox alright so let's talk about the perfect email structure again again there it's broken out into two um, parts and when you're sending your emails you want to watch for metrics to determine if your emails are working well And I'm gonna give you some really cool tactics on how you can get your emails to convert, but these are the metrics that you wanna watch to make sure that you're converting. So your open rate, that is how many emails did you send versus how many open that. And so you just take the number of opens divided by the number of sends and you get your open rate. Typical open rates, in are they could range from 1% all the way up to maybe 25%, depends on what you're you're talking about if somebody just bought a an ebook or a download or something like that you're going to have like a really high open rate on that but just general lead nurturing you're you're going to have lower um, open rates so what helps with the open rate more than anything is your subject line and we'll talk about that more the next metric is your click or your action rate and your click rate is how many people who opened the email clicked a link or took an action, for example, making a phone call or sending a text message. How many of those that clicked or took an action based on how many opened that, okay? And then your biggest um, uh, helper with your, your click rate is gonna be your call to action, and we'll get more into that as well. And then your conversion rate. So of all the people you sent emails to and of all the people who opened and who of all the people who clicked, how many of those converted? And so that's your conversion rate. You wanna track how many of them converted into a cell or an applicant or something like that. And um, that is determined by your perfect conversion system. You know, are you converting them once you get them in the door, once you get them to take action, are you able to convert them by your scripts and your follow-up process and all of that stuff? So that has to do with your, that's something bigger and we're not gonna talk about that today. And then the other metrics that you want to watch for are your bounce rate, which means how many emails did you send and how many of those were sent to emails that bounced back. And most, in most cases, bounces are because the email address is false or is no longer um, active or something like that. So if you have a high bounce rate, that means that your emails are bad. And also having a high bounce rate Will do a trigger to your the email systems out there, and they may mark you as a spammer. So you don't want to have a high bounce rate. The other, the last one here is the unsubscribe rate. So of all the emails you sent out, how many people unsubscribed from your email? <clears throat> you don't really want this over five percent. You, in most cases, you're going to have unsubscribes. That is just normal part of the process, but. You don't want it to be very high. And if it is very high, then again, the email systems out there will mark you as a spammer. All right, so let's talk about the first section of the inbox, the from name. Your from name should either be from you, a person, or from your brand name. Anything else can actually be seen as not untrustworthy. And I've actually seen some emails come through saying like, you know, free this or 100% guarantee. Like that's not a proper from name. The from name should be either the person or the brand name, very simple. The subject line is the star. It helps with everything. It is where everything starts. And so this image, that subject line totally reached out and grabbed me. Now that I see this image, I think that it might be construed as wildly um, offensive so i apologize for that but the subject line is the key to getting opens okay you want it to be short and concise seven words or less if it's eight words that's fine but it's got to be like really drawing them in it has to have a hook to draw them in and when i say a hook i mean like you know a fish hook that wraps around their lip and it pulls them in because it's so interesting and engaging i'm going to talk about some subject lines that work really well Um, You want to personalize it, too. Not all the time. Not every time should it say, hey, Ricky, I have this for you. But from time to time, personalize it. It makes it seem a little bit more, you know, personable and something that's meant for them. Don't use all caps. That is actually a spam trigger. um, And it seems like you're yelling at people. Um, Avoid spam triggers, which we're going to get to next. And mix up your subject lines. Don't use the same subject line over and over again for almost every email. You want to mix it up because certain things speak differently to different people. So here are some spam triggers that you want to watch out for. These are words within your subject line that actually can trigger the email system to put your email into the spam or junk folder. That's the, the dead zone. You do not want to be there. You want to be in people's inboxes. So 100%, number one, apply now, affordable, bonus, um, cancel, be amazed, be your own boss, extra, free, you know, people love free. Free is actually one of the best marketing words in the world. It works so well, but having it in your subject line can, you know, trigger that to be in the spam folder. Get it now, clearance, deal, discount, great, cheap, guarantee, instant, limited, increase, offer, success, urgent. There's a whole bunch more. Um, I didn't... I really didn't have room to put it in here but these are basically anything you can kind of see the theme here. You know, it's all about buy now or or you're going to get this for free. It's kind of like bait and switchy kind of stuff. So, that's, you know, these are spam triggers you want to watch out for. Just think about words other words like this that could actually affect your um your open rates. All right, so here's the fun part. Here are some subject line examples. Now, there are so many thousands and millions that you can actually write. These are some that I've used that work very well. And I'll kind of go through um, how I've used them. So, hey, Ricky, that one, believe it or not, gets a lot of opens, especially in the B2B. Like people in B2B, they open more emails. It's just a natural thing that they do. And when it says something like, hey, Ricky, it's just like, Uh, okay what is this and they know my name okay what's going on here and you also notice how I do the ellipsis the three dots at the end that that means you know there's more here so people when you use the three dots it actually does help to get get people to open up because they're curious again you want to do short you want to do curiosity also notice here that a lot of these are lowercase most email subject lines these days are uppercase. They're proper case, not all caps, but proper case, where every word is capitalized in the in the first letter. And also, one thing that I forgot to put here is emojis do work here. With, like, let's say you have a, a ro- rocket or a smiley face or something like that, it really does stand out to put an emoji in there. And next time I do this lesson, I will actually put some in. But they do work from time to time. I wouldn't do it 100%. So here's another one. Ricky, this is for you. Found this and totally thought of you. Check out these three secrets. Four career options for you. Ricky, quick question. Beauty webinar. You can't miss this. Five ways to get a better career. Ricky, here's an example to help you. Ricky, we have creativity in common. Rick, uh, feel like something's missing? Let me help. Four days left, Four four hours left, or 45 minutes left. Countdowns work really really well and let me go back to some of these like check out these three secrets Numbers work really well too three tips three secrets four tactics five ideas Whatever it is for some reason people like lists. They love lists and it's going to get them to to open up um, Let's see quick question dot 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 Here's an idea to help you you'll notice here that every one of these draws on curiosity Okay. All right. So <clears throat> the next part of the perfect email structure is your pre-header text. In the pre-header text, you can see here it says TJC E Marketing. That's the from name. A fresh look at email marketing. That's the subject line, and then this text underneath. Sometimes it shows when you're looking at your emails sometimes it does not show but it is important to update your pre-header text because sometimes it'll say something like this not displaying correctly view this message the the best way to get more opens is to have a pre-header text that supports your subject line it is strengthens what your subject line says so you don't want to repeat your subject line and you don't want to have it say not displaying correctly view this message online you want it to support your subject line Um, it should be enticing again just like the subject line it should draw on the curiosity should be a teaser to what's coming up in the email and you can also personalize it as well hey ricky i can't wait for you to see the rest of this email something like that All right, so now we've covered the inbox portion of what the perfect email structure is. Now we're gonna talk about the body. <clears throat> so let's talk about the email layout first. Simpler is better. My Bestie emails are text only. And they're very basic, it looks like just normal, you know, handwritten note kind of thing. Not, not the font, but just, you know, a greeting, uh intro some some topic information and then my signature it's like very basic simple works better and i am not talking about just short emails i'm talking about any size emails but simpler is better you also want to make sure it's mobile responsive a lot of people make this mistake where they have an email that goes out and it's not mobile responsive i am seeing 50% or more of traffic that comes to emails or websites is on a mobile device. You want your emails to be mobile responsive. It is a must now. And um, you don't want the layout to be busy or off-putting colors or layout or like, you you want there to be a breathing room between your images and graphics and, and stuff like that. If you have like a header bar with your logo in it, you know, all of that's fine. But I'm gonna give you a warning about images. It's okay to use images but they can trigger spam filter, which means that your email will go to the spam folder or the junk folder. And it's just because you you know, the image is gonna download a file from a, another website. So that's one of the reasons why. I would definitely use images to support some of your content, but I would not use images um, all the time. And as a matter of fact, I use less images than I do use images. So another thing is, please do not use 100% image email. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but um, it's just a a giant picture, and all the words are within that one JPEG file or whatever. That is a big, huge no-no. Use real text because sometimes people will open their email and they don't allow images to be shown, so they'll only see the text. And then also do not include downloads within the email. Especially when you do email nurturing, um, you don't want these mass emails to go out with an attachment. That's what I mean by the download. You wanna actually send them to a download link. Like give the link to them and then they go download it from another another website. When you have attachments, that also will trigger a spam filter. Okay? So let's talk about the body copy. You wanna personalize it every time. Do not say, dear customer, dear prospect, Dear student, dear future student, personalize it. If you have their name, use it. If you don't have their name, then you kind of have to do something more generic. I understand. But you also want to have short paragraphs. When I What I mean by short, I literally mean one sentence paragraphs or maximum two sentence paragraphs. People hate reading long paragraphs. Also, you want your font to be legible. Use um, Arial or things that don't have the You you see on this Garamond font, there's these little things called serifs. You don't want those, uh, that kind of um, uh, font, because it's really hard to read on a screen. Um, Let's see, links throughout. So if you have a call to action that is sending somebody to a landing page or to a website or something like that, then make sure that your links are actually not just where your call to action is, but throughout your, your email body. And I'll kind of show you some examples later. Uh, the topic is interesting and tells a story to support your offer. So your body copy was, you know, there was curiosity from your subject line, and then they read your your topic, which then supports your offer. And we'll talk more about each of these elements. You want to have a strong offer. You want to have a really good call to action in every email. Every email needs a call to action. And then this is the secret pro hack add a PS, and you will actually double down on your offer and your call to action here. It really does strengthen your email uh, action rates or click rates. Okay, so again, remember, we had all these different types of emails. reason why I'm showing you that is because you need to vary your email content. Some people respond to emotion. Some people respond to information and logic. You want your emails to be varied in length, in content, in what you're offering them, all of that kind of stuff, okay? Um, Let's see. All right, so let's start with your greeting. Your greeting, don't overthink your greeting. Hi, Ricky, or hey, Ricky. That's it, you know, don't don't overthink it. Let's talk about your intro. Your intro is a one-sentence paragraph. That relates to your subject line and your pretext, preheader pre text, and it gets them to read the next paragraphs. Your next paragraphs are your topic, so your, your intro is like that hook again. It's like when you're reading a, a newspaper article. The first sentence, the headline always gets you. The first sentence tells you what's coming ahead, but it's a really big hook to get you to read the rest of that article. So your first sentence, your intro sentence is very, very important. Okay, your topic. Your topic could be as long as you want it to be. I've seen sales letters that, like, you just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. But they work super, super well because there's a lot of great content in there to support that topic. So your topic can be anywhere from one paragraph and then a list of your, your services and programs and all that stuff. Or it could be a whole bunch of paragraphs. But whatever it is, it should be personalized personalized. You should give examples of results. It should be engaging. Um, talk about your features and benefits. And when I say features and benefits, don't just talk about you and your business only. Talk about how it's going to benefit them. These emails should be written to them, prospect-centered emails. Okay, it should. Do not talk about yourself, like as the the forefront. You you definitely want to talk about yourself, but only as to support how it's going to help them, how it's going to, um, help them solve their pain or help them get their ambition. They're either running from something or they're running to something. That is the, the foundation of all marketing and sales. Okay. Also add social proof like testimonials or how examples of how people have been successful. Um, make it a story that solves something which we just talked about and then use images to support your topic but use them use them sparingly okay all right next section is called the amazing offer now i could have just said offer but you don't want a boring offer you want an offer they can't refuse it should not be boring like an open house or come in for a campus visit or call you know Call me now for a a free consultation. That's really boring. It is boring. Make it amazing. So you want a scholarship opportunity. Uh, I was doing a project for a beauty school recently, so some of these examples are more for the beauty school related, but instead of an open house or a a campus visit, call a glamor tour or offer them a free beauty sample kit or some goodie bags. Compliance check here. I don't know if you can give away stuff for free, so. Just check that out. Uh, Runway show open house, not just a regular open house, a runway show, make it like extravagant. Meet the president, something really cool and and interesting. So those are amazing offers. Your next section is your call to action, also known as a CTA. You wanna tell them to do something here. This is where you're telling them to take an action. That's why it's a call to action. You want it to be bold faced, or all caps, it's okay to use all caps here, or proper case, you want it to stand out. That's that's why I'm asking you to do a boldface all caps or whatever. So here's some examples of call to actions. Call or text me now at blah, blah, blah. And if you, you're not using texting in your in your conversion process, shame on you, texting is super powerful right now these days. Okay, enrollment deadline is fast approaching. If you have an enrollment deadline, that's fast approaching then say this if you don't then don't lie please that is unethical all right email me back now you notice how i'm saying now i'm not saying today why am i not saying today because they're literally reading the email right here right now so they may as well take action right now the second um take your career to the next level call now if you have a button in your email then you these are some really good uh button examples call the actions get started Yes, I want to enroll, launch your career, continue to Facebook. Like if you ask them to, you know, check you out on Facebook, Uh, download the brochure. And if you're adding links within your topic and your body content, this is what I was telling you before. Then you want to have call to actions throughout your body content and link it to your landing page or whatever within that body. So you may say something like, hey, Ricky, you really... Uh, We are enrolling now for the next term. So you want to link enrolling now so that they can click that. Also in your PS, you can, you know, have links in there with these kinds of call to actions. Hey, Ricky, we have an upcoming open house extravaganza. You definitely want to register here. Something like that, link that. Um, Check out this testimonial video. And you want to send them to YouTube or your website, link that. Okay, so let's talk about our signature. Signature should be very simple, but I would not just like say just your name, especially if you're in a B2B or a B2C. You really want people to have the ability to know who they're talking to and know how to get in contact with you, and it should be in every email. It should look professional too, okay? You're a business. Come on. So you want your full name, your title, your phone and email, your brand's name, and these are optional. I don't necessarily like to have taglines or quotes. I know some people do. I think it draws away from what what's going on here because your your whole purpose with this email was that to draw them into this story or topic for them to see this amazing offer and to see the call to action. You don't want to distract them with a quote or a tagline or something like that unless it supports what you're you're doing here. And then social media links, I also I, I like and I don't like them in here because, again, you're distracting them from the true purpose of the email. Unless your email is asking them to visit your social media links, that's a different story. But if not, it's a distractor. It's gonna get them to go off your page. And the last part of the uh, uh, body copy is a PS. Again, this is a pro tip. We have used this to great effect to get more clicks. And I actually have um, uh, tracking codes on which part of the emails they were clicking on, which links, and I see my PS getting in there a lot. So it does help. It doubles downs on your amazing offer and your call to action. So you want to repeat your offer and call to action here, but you want to change the words. You don't want it to be verbatim of what you said up above. So here's some some, uh, examples. P.S. I really hope you make it to the financial aid workshop. You're going to learn a lot about the process and potential opportunities for you. Click here to register. So there's a link, right? P.S. Ricky, you, you inquired because you need a change and you know education will take you there. Text me now at this number. And I didn't say today. Text me now. With the date, you'd like to come in for a personalized tour. So there's the offer and there's the... Call to action in that PS. Okay, to use it. It works really well, guys. This email strategy works really well. Please use it. I am a master expert at conversion results. That's what me and my company and my team do. We help businesses convert, and we do it through um, through having a perfect conversion system set up where there's emails and text templates and all types of things set up the perfect scripts and you have automation built in to help you with that a lot of this stuff is really affordable so go to inspirio.com slash conversion so you can learn more do you like how I made my offer and my call to action here pretty cool right well I also have my PS here for you so guys you rock for watching this and wanting to help others with your solution by learning how to use email marketing to convert people and to show them the benefits of your solution. So if you want to help more people, go to inspirio.com slash conversion. Hopefully my PS got you, if not my first offer and call to action did. Guys, thank you for watching, talk to you later.